Good morning. Isn't it wonderful to come and do aerobics? Um, uh, tomorrow is, uh, is a public holiday, so the gym is closed. So I, I'm so grateful to be able to come and celebrate with you all and do my exercises. I just want to read some words as to sit for this side of the room who have slightly more grey hair. Uh, you would remember this wonderful, not all of you, sorry, Jen. Um, uh, the beautiful uh, hymn, this was written by Charles Wesley about 400 years ago. That's a long time ago, isn't it? 400 years. He's celebrating something that happened 2,000 years ago, and here we are today, 400 years later, singing the same songs about the same event in history with millions of people across this earth. Some people have already celebrated the, the resurrection this morning and some people later on in the day at the other end of the world will be doing so. But listen to, it starts, you know, Christ the Lord has risen today, hallelujah. But some of the verses, uh, love's redeeming work is done. Fought the fight, the battle won. Lo, our sun's eclipse is o'er. Lo, he sets in blood no more. Vain the stone, the watch, the seal. Christ has birthed the gates of hell. Death in vain forbids him rise. Christ has opened paradise. Oh, beautiful words. Hail the Lord of earth and heaven. Praise to thee by both be given. Thee we greet triumphant now. Hail the resurrection thou. I know they're old-fashioned words, but boy, they're full of meaning. So being as it's corporate prayer, it'd be lovely if we could pray. Um, I've got a few prayers I could pray, but you, you have prayers in your heart, which is much more important on this Easter Sunday where Christ has risen. I pray he's risen in your heart. So if you want to pray, let's all stand together. And uh, I'd love to hear the men this morning, particularly. Come on, men, big, deep voices. Doesn't have to be long prayers, no great theology, just Lord Jesus, I love you, thank you, whatever. So let's pray. Who's going to be first and lead on? And if two people speak at once, that's great. <laughs> ladies first. Let's try that. If you hear a lady praying in front of you. All right, let's just pray together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So just lead off as you can. Doesn't have to be the men. A lady can start us. <laughs> Come on, pray from your heart. Lord, we thank you that you went into the very depths so that we might be lifted up to the very heights. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you experience all the sufferings. Thank you. Thank you that the cross is empty and you now live within us. Beautiful. The cross is empty, you now live within us. Mm. <coughs> Thank you, Lord. You are the same forever. Thank you, God, for the gift of eternal life. Thank you, Lord. God loves to hear your prayers. Thank you for the assurance we have that you defeated death and that you are risen, that we can celebrate your resurrection. Yes, amen. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Lord, that the grave is not our forever home, but our forever home is now with you. Mm. 
Amen. Just two more. Thank you, Father, that you came to rescue me. Yes, thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you that when we look at a cross, we see grace and not condemnation. Beautiful. Yeah, one more. Come on. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day where we can remember what you did for us and we can just love you forever. Yes. Keep going. Come on, you're doing so well. Father's listening. He's leaning over the parapets of heaven, listening to the joy in your heart. Come on, a couple more. Thank you. And again, the lady on the my left, my right, sorry. Hallelujah. Thank you. That's lovely to hear a, a, a smaller person's voice. Wonderful. Thank you. What a joy. Thank you for, uh, I think it really blesses the, the Father's heart. Let me just finish with this prayer, if I may. I read somewhere this week, it was uh, something, something, one of the emails I got, and it says, Beautiful Jesus, we kneel before you, humbled and thankful, as we reflect on your work at the cross this Easter. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for paying the price for us. Though we were far from you, you came to our rescue to restore us as your rightful sons and daughters, heirs to the glorious kingdom of God. We don't take your sacrifice for granted. Jesus, we cannot even fathom the burden you bore that day, our sin, sickness and suffering. Thank you that it is finished. Amen. Thank you. He is risen. I'm glad you got that in. You had practice this morning. I was going to do it and I was hoping that that would be the response. But uh, Willie said that as she was uh, welcoming people this morning that she was getting that response as well. It was fantastic. He is risen indeed. Welcome everyone to our Resurrection Sunday morning and trust that you have a sense of God's presence with us because he is alive. He is no longer in the grave, but he is here. Hallelujah. And uh, if you are online at home watching this, I trust that you have a sense of that goodness as well. Welcome everyone. He is risen. You know what? The resurrection is what hinges everything for us in our Christian faith. Without the resurrection, we would still be dead in the grave. The resurrection is what launched the church forward. And that's what we are celebrating this morning. I want to read this morning from Luke's gospel of his account of the resurrection, and then I want to draw some things out of that passage for us this morning. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices that they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly, Two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But these men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. 
Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified and on the third day be raised again. And then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because they were stereotypical men who did not... I mean, (laughs) sorry. Sorry, I got that bit wrong. They did not... Believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying there by themselves. And he went away wondering to himself what had happened. You know, I I did make a a bit of a joke there in uh, scripture. wasn't sort of being being funny about that. But uh, one of the... One of the truths about the resurrection, if, we're, if you want to be into apologetics and thinking about how Jesus really did be raised to life, one of those proofs is that if this was a made-up story, the people making up a story in, in first century Palestine would not make it that the women were the first to receive the message, that they were the first to declare that Jesus was risen. That would not have been the case if they were making it up, but they simply told the words that were true and the story that had happened, they were honest, and that's a a wonderful proof that Jesus really did uh, rise from the dead. This morning, uh, this this week I've been really um, spending a lot of time looking at funny tombstones. There are some funny tombstones around the place where people write funny messages on their tombstones, uh, a bit like uh, this here lies Donald Blake. He pressed on the accelerator when he should have pressed on the brake. Um, <clears throat> that was a funny one. But I've got two here that are, there are two here that are Easter related. And uh, one of them is Merv Griffin. He was a TV personality. He was an actor. Uh, and he often uh, had, a, had a talk show where he'd say he'd come back after the commercial break. And on his tombstone, it says, Merv Griffin, I will not be back after this message. <laughs> and this is one that I found. And you might think that this is actually made up, but it is actually a true place. If you go to New Mexico, uh, it is there. It is a man... Um, whose last name is Yeast, and this is his... Here lies John Yeast. Pardon me for not rising. (laughs) An actual tombstone. Now, I reckon... I reckon if... I reckon if Jesus got in on the comedy... His, if he had the chance to write on that tomb, that, on that stone that was rolled away, he would write, write, why do you look for the living amongst the dead? He is not here. He is not here because this is reserved for the dead. This is reserved for death. But Jesus is not dead, so he is not here. He is alive. He is risen. So because he is risen... He is not here. In fact, this phrase, he is not here, he is risen, is in all three of the synoptic gospels. In John's gospel, it's implied. 
But in Matthew it says, He is not here, he is risen, just as he said, Come, see the place where he lay. In Mark it says, He is risen, he is not here, see the place where they laid him. And we just read from Luke, He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you. Jesus didn't, once he was raised to life, sit there in the tomb and go, Oh, this is a lovely place. I think I'll put a mantelpiece over there and the bed can sit there and I'll set up my coffee machine over here and this is a nice spot for me to be for the rest of eternity. No, because he is risen, he's no longer there. He's transported. His location is not here. His location is here. He is risen. He is alive. Because he is here, he is no longer here. Talking about calisthenics this morning, I'm doing this. Can you see that? By, by virtue of him being alive, he is no longer where he was. He is no longer here in the grave. He is risen. He is alive. I um, saw this comic on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. And as I was preparing for this morning, it came back to me because I thought it was really profound. And it's a funny comic that sort of talks about our modern age with, with um, social media and screens and things like that. And it says this, he is not here. Oh, wait, he's changed his status to risen. <laughs> and I thought about this. There's something actually really profound about this comic. Very profound is that he's not here because his status has changed to risen. And it's the same for each and every one of us. We are no longer dead to sin, but we are made alive in Christ. Our spiritual location has changed from being one that has been in the darkness and in the tomb to now being in the light, to being alive in him. Our spiritual status has changed from being dead to being alive because of the resurrection. Paul says in Romans 6, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we may too have new life. Jesus died our death for us in order to be raised for us. His victory is our victory. Amen. So we are no longer under law. That is not our location. That is not our status. We have been forgiven by grace. We are no longer bound by sin. We are now forgiven. We are no longer in the darkness and under the, in the kingdom of darkness, but we've been brought into the kingdom of light, into the sun that he loves. We are no longer blind, but we can now see. We are no longer lost, but we are now found. In fact, that, the story of the lost sheep, you know, Jesus goes and finds the lost sheep that is lost and it's in the wrong location and he picks it up and he puts it on his shoulders 
and then he puts it back there. No, he, he takes it back home because the sheep has been found. It's been brought to a new status, a new location in him. We are no longer aliens and foreigners. We are now fellow citizens of heaven. We are no longer enemies with God, but we are friends with him. That has changed for us, and that's all because of the resurrection. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. And this is all because of the resurrection, friends. This is all because Jesus rose from the dead. In fact, if Jesus didn't rise then the cross, in a way, would be futile. The cross, in a way, would be only halfway there because you and I would still be in the grave, would still be in the darkness, would still be bound by sin. In fact, Paul says this in 1 Corinthians 15. How can some of you say that there is no resurrection from the dead? For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is futile because you're still here. This is still your status, your location, your spiritual location. But because Christ has been raised, because there is erection, you're no longer there, you're here. You have new life. You have new freedom in him. In fact, sometimes I think when we think about the Christian symbol of the cross, I think that came about because it's easy to hang on, on, on your necklace or put it on a, a building. It's really hard to make up some sort of symbol of a, of a tomb and a, and a stone that's rolled away that goes on your neck or on a, on a building, right? But, but I think that's a symbol that we should resurrect because without it, we're still here. But because of Jesus, we have new life. Our status has changed. You know, I love time-lapse videos. Anyone with me on time-lapse videos? Have you seen, seen these? There, there's certain... Uh, yeah, I'm starting to get all excited. Um, particularly the ones, that, uh, the high-pressure cleaning ones, the driveways that are all dirty, and they put a thing in the tree and the guy cleans it and you're like watching it, oh, wow, that's cool. And it's all clean, it's all new. Um, or, or the other ones I love is the, the trimming of the hedges, like just and then all of a sudden it's nice and I like clean hedges. Um, because I like watching time-lapse videos, um, Facebook sent me a video this week and it thought that I'd like to watch it and it was and it was fantastic so I want to show it with you this morning and Dave I'm actually going to challenge you I didn't ask you this can you pause it like a few seconds before the end so that it stays up there as an image at the end that'd be great this is the life cycle of a bluebird <laughs> They're all grown up. But what do you notice about the nest box now? It's empty. You know, at Easter we talk about eggs as a symbol of, of new life. 
And here we just saw livestock, amazing, 45 days. But the whole point of life being given was for those birds to fly and to experience all that they've been created for. New life didn't come for them to be hatched into that place, for that to be their forever home. But they were created to fly. They were created to not be there anymore, but to be here. Do you know you were all created to fly? You were all created to live. You were all created. And Jesus said, I've come that you'd have life in all of its abundance, in all that you've been created for. And he's done it for you because he's made sure you're no longer here, but you're here, designed to be alive, to be free, to fly. I love, um, you talked about Charles Wesley this morning. Um, One of my very, very famous favourite hymns is And Can It Be? And there's a verse in there that says um, uh, it says Long my imprisoned spirit lay fast bound in sin and nature's night but thine eye diffused a quickening ray I woke the dungeon flamed with light it says my chains fell off my heart was free. So I stayed where, right where I was because it made no difference to me. No, I rose. I went forth and I followed thee because that's now who I am. That's what the resurrection has done. I'm no longer bound by sin. I'm no longer in the tomb. I'm no longer in the darkness. I'm no longer enemies. But he has risen and he has changed my spiritual location my status to being alive to fly to be have hope to have love in all that I am one Peter says praise be to the God of our father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish spoil or fade. I'm going to invite the music team up. He is not here. He is risen. Friends, have you come here this morning and you feel like you're here? Have you in your life right now experiencing darkness, blindness, searching for truth? Do you feel the pain and sorrow? Do you feel dead? Do you feel like there's no hope? Well, I want to declare to you that Jesus rose from the dead so that you no longer have to feel dead. You no longer have to feel like you're in the dark. You no longer have to feel like you can't see. You no longer have to feel like you're lost. But he's come alive so that you can be free. 
You're not here anymore. He's given you new hope, new life. He's hatched you so that you can fly. And it's for every single one of you. It's not just for the elite. All we need to do is trust in Him and believe in Him that what He did is sufficient for you. That what He did is enough. Because you know what? I've tried so hard to get out of this hole. I've tried so hard to get out of the darkness myself. And it's futile. I can never do it. I need someone to transport me, someone to change my location, someone to change my status from dead to alive. From dead to alive. Hallelujah. If you don't know that truth, right now, you can pray, Lord Jesus, thank you that what you did on that cross was for Gary. When he prayed it this morning, you brought tears in my eyes. Thank you that you died for me. That what he did on the cross is for you. That he took your sins. That he's removed it. He's dealt with it. But not only that, he's, he's won the victory over it. Because he's taken you from this spot to this spot. And he's given you new life. Come to him this morning as we sing this last song and as, as we declare his praises and if we give glory to him, you can pray in your heart, oh Lord, this is, this is fantastic. I feel so alone. I feel dark. I feel lost. If this is true, would you come into my heart right now and let his spirit renew you? The same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in you when you trust and you hope in Jesus Christ. That is your promise to you this morning. Let's stand together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are risen. You are not here. That you are alive. That the grave was not the end. But the finish to the story was your victory over it. Thank you that even though we struggle, even though we try, even though we, we work our bestest, we can never make it to the point that what you've done for us. And so, Lord, I just pray for anyone here this morning who needs to come to you, maybe afresh again, or maybe for the first time, that as we sing, that they would open up their hearts to you and say, Lord, I want to take hold of what you've done for me. I want, to, I, want to, I want this reality of being from here to here to be for me and to be my promise right now. So Lord Jesus, would you do that? Would you touch their hearts and would you allow them to have that new life to be that bluebird that just flies from the nest out of this space this morning? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give praise to the Lord for what He has done. Let's, let's share this story in song as we sing, Praise the name of the Lord our God. Cast my mind to Calvary.
It's so nice to hear your voices uh, praising the Lord, hey? Let's just pray as we close. Oh, Heavenly Father, I'm just blown away by what you've done for us and that you call us out of that tomb with you, as Sam so beautifully expressed, that you can heal us and transform us and give us clear sight that all those things are awaiting us as we follow you. Bless your holy name. Amen. Well, it's so good that you can join us this morning. And I think if you want prayer this morning, we've got the prayer room at the back here. And I'd invite you to come out the front too. If there's something that you need to uh, bring forward to the Lord, Sam, myself and others would love to pray with you. Um, But yeah, we're going to close early today. But um, yeah, have some time to fellowship with one another and just enjoy the celebration that this is for today. Thank you.